give the Lord a hand this morning. Amen. Laurel, you're not supposed to make us cry during offering messages. Thanks a lot. Amen. Let's say our confession this morning before we're seated. Here we go. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me and I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Amen. Tell the person next to you you're in the right place this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Congratulations to the Harbolt family. Isaiah made it uh, through his Marine basic training. And climb the mountain, and I know the Harbolts are heading out there uh, this week, so that'll be an awesome time for them. Amen. Amen. Thank God for our pastors this morning. Amen. Amen. Continue to pray for them, encourage them, and uh, honor them. Be thankful for them. Amen. Amen. Come on, Laurel. Gee whiz. I'm a crybaby. You can't even get that started. <sighs> Let's pray. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for an awesome time together this morning. Our hearts and our minds are open to receive what you have for us today. We honor you. We praise you. We lift up the wonderful name of Jesus this morning. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. We ask you to minister to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I have no idea why I'm crying. What is happening here? This word got me happy like yesterday and today. I'm just got to tell you. It's a good word, man. Um, Pastor Bill uh, texted me a couple weeks ago and, and asked if I could share this morning. And, and so you always hope that you have a word from the Lord, amen, if you're going to share, especially on a Sunday, anytime you're sharing, but especially on a Sunday morning. And uh, so on the way to work last Friday morning, uh, July 28th, I just looked that up. That's how I know that. But um, I was on the way to work and uh, just worshiping in the car. And uh, I just felt like <clears throat> I started getting some thoughts and some ideas, and, and I felt like it was from God. And so I pulled over uh, in, in a parking lot there at the corner of uh, Greenbush and 52, and uh, the Lord just dropped the whole word in my heart right then, just bam, the whole thing. So um, <clears throat> I love it when it happens like that. Amen. So uh, I'm excited this morning, honored to share. Thanks for not leaving once you heard that I was. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, everything that we need this morning is found in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Everything we need is found in his living word. Our keys to break through this morning are to live God's word and be led by the Holy Spirit. God's awesome, abundant, more than enough blessings are yours this morning. They're mine this morning, and we receive all of his blessings by faith. Amen? Amen. We allow God to manifest his blessings in our lives as we yield to the Holy Spirit. And uh, Pastor Pam was in Deuteronomy chapter 28 uh, last week, and I'd like to go there again if we could, but uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1, the first 14 verses there, actually 13 verses, and, and uh, God speaking through Moses, he lays out all the blessings 
for the children of Israel if they would follow the old covenant law. And uh, these blessings are amazing. And in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1, it says, It shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all of his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord will. Number one, he'll set you high above all nations of the earth. Number two, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Number three, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. So city folk, you blessed. Country folk, you blessed. He left out the suburbs, but I'm pretty sure we're in there somewhere. We're blessed too. Number four, blessed shall be the fruit of your body. There's only one fruit of our body, our children. Amen? So our children will be blessed. The produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the offspring of your flocks, our job, our investments, whatever we put our hand to. Number five, blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. God's blessing is on our stuff. Amen? Our cars are blessed. Our homes are blessed. Our apartments are blessed. Our shoes are blessed. All of our stuff lasts longer, and it looks good. Amen? Proverbs 15, 6, King Solomon said, In the house of the righteous there is much treasure. Amen? Number six, blessed shall you be. When you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Everywhere we go, we're blessed. Amen? Amen. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Number eight, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. The Lord will grant you plenty of goods. In the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow, and the Lord will make you the head. Say, I'm the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. Everything we need is found in that blessing. Amen? Whatever you've come needing this morning, wherever we're at in life, everything we need is covered in this blessing. It concerns every area of our life. Amen? And it's all found in that blessing. But fast forward a couple thousand years to Jesus. Everyone say, thank God for Jesus. Because Jesus came to the earth and he changed everything. He came to the earth and he fulfilled the old covenant law. So that you and I, by faith in him, by faith in him, God would see you and I as having fulfilled that old covenant law. Amen? 
The Jewish people tried and they tried and sometimes they did good and they were blessed and a lot of times they failed and then they lost the blessing and then they'd get it turned around and they'd do right and they were blessed and then they'd make mistakes and they'd go the wrong direction and they'd lose the blessing and then they'd get it turned around and the blessing would, they'd have the blessing again. But thank God when Jesus came, he changed everything and he was the one. He was the one who fulfilled the law and when he hung on the cross, he said, it is finished. Meaning that he fulfilled the law. He did away with the old covenant law so that you and I, by faith in him, God would see us as having fulfilled the entire old covenant law. All several, oh, there's probably how many pages? There's a bunch, 800 pages. God would, have, uh, God would see us as having fulfilled the old covenant law by faith in him. Amen? Galatians chapter 3, verse 9 says, Those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. And then a few verses later in Galatians 3, 13 and 14 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And if you look at Deuteronomy 28, verses 14 uh, through like 60-some, the curses are horrendous, poverty, uh, and, and just absolute destruction in in life sickness disease poverty all these horrendous things jesus came turned it all around says he redeemed us from the curse of the law why in order that the blessing of abraham might come upon the gentiles that's all of you and me amen all of you and me that's yeah. bad grammar might come upon the gentiles in christ jesus and here's the part i'm so excited about this morning because i've always known that the second part of verse 14 was there, but I never really made the link um, to the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the link to receiving all the blessings. The, the second part of verse 14, actually we'll just read that whole verse, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Jesus made a way for us, and uh, he's made it so simple for us. And just a couple of chapters later, in the same book of Galatians, Paul says this, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. All 800 pages. <laughs> it's not all the law, but, but it's examples of them trying to follow the law. All 800 pages, that old covenant law, it's all fulfilled in this. Galatians 5.14, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the baptism, the infilling, the immersion of the Holy Spirit and fire allows us to love others in a supernatural way and put ourselves in a position to be blessed. Amen? Amen. Everyone say, uh, say I, I got to stop crying here. We can't watch family movies at home because I cry the whole time. And my four sons make fun of me. And I know I said that last time I preached, but it just keeps happening. <laughs> Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Everything we have need of is covered in his blessing, healing, peace, well-being, 
deliverance from every destructive habit. <clears throat> look at Matthew 3.11. The way that, uh, look how John the Baptist introduced Jesus. John the Baptist, you know, people were asking him, are you the one? Are you the Messiah? Are you the coming one? The, the one who will fulfill the promise? And here's how John the Baptist introduced Jesus. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. When I grew up, it's, that's, it stopped right there. There was no, never heard about the back part of this verse. <laughs> Good people, well-meaning people, but they never talked about the backside of this verse and all that comes with it. And, and the enabli, enabling power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to live with victory on the earth. Amen? John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I am, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and... Everyone say fire. 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 Amen. And then the New Living Testament says, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater. I'm not worthy to even carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Amen? Amen. This is the key. This is the link. This is the key for you and I to live the type of life we want to live, to, to have the type of godly character we know we want to have. Amen? Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Judea, uh, Jerusalem, and in Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. How are we witnesses for him? Because we're different, because we have love for other people. We care about other people, amen? We put the interests of others ahead of ourselves. We live a life that's not self-consumed, amen? <clears throat> that's how we be a witness. <clears throat> the word of the Lord this morning is the Holy Spirit and fire, amen? The baptism, the immersion, the infilling of the Holy Spirit and fire, it empowers you, it empowers me to live a life continually manifesting God's love. The fire spoken of in Acts enables you and me to do all that God has called us to do on this earth. The fire spoken of in the book of Acts, it allows us to manifest the supernatural power of his love through us. Amen? Because it's not a normal thing to put the interests of someone else ahead of ourselves. My uh, uh, good friend in college, uh, J.R., um, uh, some of you have heard this story, but he was just always crazy from day one, just always doing crazy things, just always out on the edge. And uh, he was the school mascot for a few months uh, in college, the raven, this big foam raven. And um, I won't tell you what we did to cause this to happen, but one night on a Friday night, he put the raven suit on and went down and walked down the middle of the interstate near Anderson. It was crazy. It wasn't long after that they removed him of his mascot duties. <laughs> There's a raven walking down 69. But J.R., um, 
So I wasn't surprised when he called me a few years uh, after college, one of the top-selling uh, realtors in the Seattle market right out of college, making a lot of money, and he called me and he said, I feel like God's telling me to go to China. And I was like, okay. It didn't even surprise me. Didn't know Chinese, didn't know what he was going to do, bought a one-way ticket, flew to Beijing, got off the plane. It's just the kind of the way he's always lived his life, you know, um, just so adventurous, incredibly, most adventurous person I've ever known. One-way ticket, gets off the plane, tries to be led by the Holy Spirit, and uh, enrolls at University of Beijing, learns, learns Chinese, walks on the basketball, basketball team, because he was the tallest guy. And uh, long story short, he met his wife. They started an orphanage. Uh, they called it a leadership academy uh, in China. Uh, had over 1,000 young people come through their academy. The fire spoken of in the book of Acts allows us to manifest a supernatural power of God's love in the earth. And we're different. Here's where I was going. We're different because of that love. And so he was in this culture. You know, and I'm not throwing all those people under the bus, but he was in this culture that wasn't founded on Judeo-Christian values. And he just said it was the, it was the strangest thing because you'd be standing in line and it was people that had, have never heard of God's love before. They haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, hadn't heard of Jesus. You'd be standing in line, and there just wasn't something in, nothing in their heart. They didn't think twice of just standing right in front of you in line and just pushing you out of the way or, or just littering, just chucking trash in the street. And so it was pretty, a pretty difficult experience for him to be in that culture that was very different than ours having been founded on our Christian values. Amen? <clears throat> it's what makes us different. The baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire filling us with God's love. Jesus came to lay down his life and provide a pathway to eternal life. That life starts now. But look in John 16, 5 through 8. One of the most amazing things that I think Jesus said in John 16, 5 through 8, he said, but now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. I just think it's amazing that Jesus would say, it's to your advantage that I leave. We know what he did when he was here. Amen? <clears throat> the anointing and the power that he walked in, the breakthrough power that was present. He said, it's to your advantage that I go away. We had a golf outing uh, last week and uh, really awesome time for me personally because we uh, had a foursome and it was me and Luke. Uh, Luke just graduated and then Sam and Joe and and so we, uh, the four of us and we played a best ball scramble so you hit the ball and you take your best shot and then you all hit from that same spot again and and then <clears throat> it was a great time and uh, it's an advantage to have Luke on your team if he's having a good day. <laughs> if he's having a good day I've never played with anyone that can hit the ball as far as he can hit it. He can really 
hit it a long way. I can hit it good, long and straight, but he can, ha he can really hit it good. 320, 325, down the middle. And so it's to your advantage when your second shot is 80 yards away instead of 150 because he's hitting it 70 yards. Now, on a bad day, you have no idea where the ball's going. <laughs> shing, shing, shing. But on a good day, you want him on your team. So it was to our advantage. Did he hit any good shots that day? He didn't. Oh, okay. But, but I had you guys. We were good. It would normally be to your advantage to have him on your team. Amen? It kind of blows my mind that Jesus said it's to our advantage that he would leave the earth. Because when he would leave, the Father would pour out the Holy Spirit. Amen? And the Holy Spirit empowers us to do and to be all that God has called you and I to do and to be. And the power of the Holy Spirit enables us to walk in his amazing, powerful love. Amen? Love for people. Love for others. And I just think it's amazing that he's made it so wonderfully simple. The old covenant law was pretty tough in terms of what they had to do to fulfill that law. Jesus came. He fulfilled it. He said, it's finished. He said, now I'm going to leave the earth. It's to your advantage that I'm going because when I leave, the Father is going to pour out the Holy Spirit. And now you, by faith in me, as you're filled and immersed with the same Spirit that raised me from the dead, as you're filled with that Spirit, now you are going to be enabled and empowered to live the life you were born to live. Amen? Hallelujah. Give God a hand this morning. And love for people, love for others. As we walk by faith, we will find all of the blessings laid out in the old covenant coming upon our lives and uh, taking over our lives. People say, what about works? Faith works by love. Amen? Amen. <laughs> it's awesome. The blessings come with obedience to the law. And all the law is fulfilled with one word. Love. Love people. Have faith in Jesus, be led by the Holy Spirit, and love people. Amen? Galatians 5.14, all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then look what Paul does in verse 16. He goes, he goes a little bit further, and then he, he links it in even more, and he talks about being in the Spirit, and that enabling us and empowering us uh, to walk in that perfect love. Verse 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. How ugly are those? Ugh. Selfish ambitions, dissensions, hearsays, says, envy, 
murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen? And so we wouldn't lose our sonship necessarily doing those things because we're made righteous by faith in Jesus. Amen? And we're bought by the blood. And we have a blood family connection. But the blessings will not come because we won't be in position to receive them if we stay in the flesh. All those fleshly things, those outbursts of wrath, you say things you didn't want to say, drunkenness, finding yourself in places you know you don't want to be, selfish ambitions, putting yourself above others, putting your desires ahead of others, all the works of the flesh. They put us on a path outside of God's wonderful blessing. They put us in a place where we're unable to receive his blessing, off his path outside of his will. It brings hardship into our life, causing difficulty to come into our life. And God never intended for it to happen. Oh, but the way of the Spirit. Everyone say, the way of the Spirit. The way of the Spirit is the better way. Amen? Yield to His gentle leading. Yielding to the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And now look at the fruits. I just think it's amazing because Paul in Galatians 5.14, he said all the law is fulfilled in one word. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he showed us how to do it. Stay in the Spirit. And you'll be able to stay in love. Because right in verse 16, and then he goes down, it, uh, and he talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And here's the wonderful fruits. The fruit of the Spirit is, okay, let's see what Pastor Chris taught you guys. The fruit of the Spirit is? Love, joy, peace. Oh, yes, Pastor Chris, where is she? She's teaching, amen. Give Pastor Chris a hand. <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit isn't it awesome that he listed love first? <laughs> the fruit of the, whole, of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I don't know if drinking alcohol is inherently evil, but I do know it causes us to lose self-control. It puts the flesh in charge. It puts the body in charge, and it shuts down the spirit. Do whatever you feel at liberty to do, but just know it shuts down the spirit. Amen? As we yield to the Holy Spirit in our lives, we find ourselves with a mind renewed by God's word. We find ourselves with the self-control to handle situations with God's wisdom. And as we handle situations with God's wisdom, we see the manifestation of his powerful, abundant blessing. Amen? Amen. You know, if you think about a fruit tree, a fruit tree doesn't have to strive. It doesn't have to work at it. It doesn't have to strain to bear fruit. Fruit is a product of a tree planted in the right environment. Amen? And uh, you put that tree in the sun, you give that tree the right amount of water, the word, and that healthy tree is going to bear fruit. Amen? Amen. Be immersed, be filled, be baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
yield to him, and these fruits will manifest in our lives. Amen. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The godly character that we want to see in our lives is a result of you and I on a consistent basis yielding to the Holy Spirit and his fruit. It's the cleansing river of fire that can only come from the Father. Amen? Amen. It doesn't come from striving to be right, from striving to do right, from working at it. I'm convinced it comes from staying in his presence and yielding to his soft, gentle leading. Amen? Amen? The fire of the Holy Spirit gets us out of self. The fire of the Holy Spirit gives us a heart to care for others, to put others' interests ahead of our own. His fire allows us to love others even when they're not lovely. The Holy Spirit empowers us to forgive others, especially when they don't deserve forgiveness. The Holy Spirit empowers us to live without regard to self-preservation. I'm convinced that Oh, that's a whole other message. And we have to need to talk about that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us power, love, and a good mind. Amen? In 1 John 4.18, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear is linked to self-preservation. What about me? What's going to happen to me? What about my future? What about my things? What about stuff? What about my family? What about my health? What about me? So perfect love in us, empowered by the Holy Spirit, allows us to see past self-preservation so that we're not always thinking about ourselves. And so fear leaves. Amen? Hallelujah. Yielding to the Holy Spirit allows all of his fruits to manifest in our lives. And I think it's awesome that love is listed as the first fruit. Fruit. The blessing that was available to the children of Israel if they obeyed his law, God wanted, you know, if you look at that amazing blessing, you see God's heart. He wanted to manifest himself, his fullness, you know, in their lives. He, he, he had a strong desire to manifest his fullness. He wanted to see it in the earth, and he wanted to see it through his children. They couldn't quite get it. But thank God, in his abundant grace and amazing mercy, sent Jesus so that you and I, by faith in him, God sees us as having fulfilled that law, walking in the spirit, abiding in his love, and all those blessings coming upon us and overtaking us. Amen? Let's all stand this morning. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said, when you pray in the Spirit, you edify yourself. Amen? And when we're edified, we're able to build others up. Amen? Y'all okay with just praying in the Spirit for a minute? Amen? Just for a minute to go out edified and built up and strengthened. If, if you're here this morning and um, you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, 
when I was in college, uh, I had grown up in, in a church that never talked about it. I had never learned about it. And I, I went to a prayer meeting in college, and these kids were so alive. They had such a desire to serve God. And so I had a desire, but not to the level that they had. I really couldn't. I was like, yes, I want to serve God, but tone it down just a little. Why are you so excited about the things of God? And so I went to a prayer meeting, and uh, there were 12 of us there, and, um, and a prayer meeting in college, right? And so um, that was a couple years after the Raven incident. And uh, we were sitting around and, uh, and, and praying and talking about the Lord and worshiping. And they said, Dan, have you received the baptism? of the Holy Spirit and I said no they said are you open to it I said yes and so they laid hands on me and I began to speak in tongues I was filled with the Holy Spirit at that moment Pastor Bill talks about when he got born again all of a sudden the, there was new color it's, and everything's, everything was alive that's what happened to me I feel like I got born again that night because I got filled with the fire of the living God. Amen. Kelly and I came to uh, to victory. And she was back there. And Pastor Pam had a word for her on a Wednesday night. And she came back and laid hands on her. And she was filled with the Holy Spirit that night. I had a friend in college. Was prayed for that same night. Um, and uh, they didn't receive the Holy Spirit that night. But they were totally open to it. Two weeks later, they were in their car worshiping, just on their own. And the Holy Spirit filled them right then. And they began to pray in the Spirit. Let's just worship this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's all lift our hands this morning. Father, we love you. We worship you. We honor you. You are awesome. You are awesome in this place, Father. We love you. We honor you. Holy Spirit and fire, we welcome you this morning. Our hearts and minds are open to receive what you have for us, Father. It's where the power is to live the life you know you want to live. The fire of His presence. It's where the power is. You'll be enabled and empowered to live the life you know you want to live. Anyone here this morning, you would say, that's my heart desire. I've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying and another language I've not been trained in, but you're open to it. If that's you this morning, could you come down to the altar and let's pray together? Let's just agree together this morning. Let's keep worshiping. If that's your heart this morning, come on down. We lift you up, Father. We honor you and worship you. We say, Jesus is Lord. We thank you for victory. Thank you, Father. We worship you and praise you.
glorify you, honor you this morning. Jesus is Lord. All across the room this morning, I want to pray for you. You say, Pastors, my life is not right. Maybe you're here this morning and you recognize you're on the wrong path in life. You know where you want to be. You're here this morning and you say, Pastor, my life is not right. I need to put Jesus on the throne of my life for the first time or again this morning. If that's you this morning, could you lift your hand all across the room this morning? Anybody here today? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all pray this prayer this morning. Say, Father God, thank you so much for your son Jesus. Thank you for your gift of righteousness, healing, wholeness, victory. Father, baptize me in the Holy Spirit afresh, anew. Thank you, Father. You have empowered me to walk in victory in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go out with this confession this morning. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I have the victory. I have the victory. Through faith in Jesus. God's abundant blessings. They are mine. They are mine. I walk in God's fullness. Because I walk in love, I yield to the Holy Spirit. Jesus baptizes me in the Holy Spirit and fire. Holy Spirit fire is alive in me. God's amazing love flows through me. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Give God one more hand. Amen. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful week. Be blessed.